This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Good evening, well, evening, shall we say that, Brighton 5, Leicester City 2, he's got to go hasn't he, his time is up, I always said that I would never want my team to lose to get the manager sacked, has anybody ever told Brendan Rodgers that, this is Leicester Till I Die TV, it's the post-match reaction, it could get lively. It's time! Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris. And Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And your favourite podcasts.
Radio.tv. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. All right, Chris. No. <laughs> Far from all right. Uh, no game plan. No plan B. No idea about tactics. No idea about substitutions. No fucking clue. I'll play the next jingle and you tell me who I'm talking about. This is Leicester Slide ITV. Catch us on YouTube. And this is a YouTube only show. And if you want to chat, you are most welcome to, but subscribe. And then it just takes a minute to confirm and then you can chat away. And if you are listening on Catch Up on your favorite podcast platform, then please thank you. Well, please carry on and thank you very much for lending me your ears. Who was I talking about? Broadcasting live worldwide. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what I was talking about. I mean, come on. What a game. Now, I apologize, and I'm going to go through some um, comments in a second. LCFC Gray, enjoy your night out, mate. Hope you get pissed. <laughs> I wish I could join you. Uh, David S is in. Good afternoon. Matty. Uh, Roundtree is in, hiya, JJ is in, I don't think it's that JJ, uh, but you are all welcome. Look, I'm going to do something that um, I did earlier, I was on Talk Sport this morning at 12.40, and you know what, point I made on there, and I'm going to make this, and then I'm going to play it, and I apologise for anybody who was watching the stream earlier, the watch along, because I also played it in there earlier, but I think I kind of summed up um things at Leicester to be honest with you. before the Man United game the Robbie Savage said this Leicester team would go down if it wasn't for Brendan Rogers this Leicester team Robbie is gonna go down even with Brendan Rogers I don't know where you get that one if he is such a good manager why are all these other managers out thinking him outplaying him and basically making him look stupid Taxi for uh, for Brendan. Uh, Leicester City with a friend of the show, editor of Leicester Till I Die, Chris Forey. And Chris, uh, thanks for coming on. I was going to say, how are you? Um, but in a, you know, in a footballing sense, how are you, Chris? Note to self, put on happy voice for radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to. You can be honest with us. Uh, to be honest, uh, it, uh, it, it's a bad season. I mean, it's been. Uh, this is this is how sad we as fans are. Two thousand seven hundred and four days since we were last at the foot of the Premier League. Um, it's getting worse season in season. It's not. You know, you look at some managers and you look at the sort of you know like Ralphs and whatever. And uh, and and let's say Graham Potter at Brighton. He's improving the team season on season. You know, at the moment we are getting worse season on season. And uh, Brendan Rodgers has made comments suggesting the target for the season is to get 40 points. That seems quite a remarkable thing to say this early in the campaign. Do you think he's trying to talk himself out of a job? 
100 uh, percent and uh, i wish the problem is he doesn't want to resign because he won't get to pay off um but he's a, he's a manager that wants to buy players all the time and he feels he can only improve things by getting players in but surely if he's this fantastic coach that everybody says he is um then he should be able to get better out of the players he's got this is the team and this is the squad virtually that won the FA Cup, that won the Community Shield, that got us into Europe twice. Why the hell are we bottom of the league? What's he doing? Um, yeah, it's interesting. A lot of people who don't watch Leicester week in, week out, and I think I've probably been guilty of this, have said, look, you've got to feel sorry for Brennan Rodgers because his arms are tied behind his back. He doesn't have money to spend. He hasn't, the only club in you know, the world not to buy anyone in this window. But people who watch Leicester week in, week out, and judging from what you're saying, you're a very positive person generally, Chris. Yeah. The feeling amongst Leicester fans is, is actually slightly different. Yeah, I mean, we, in fairness, we did. We, we bought a third-choice goalkeeper on a freebie. And we, they all count. We get, well, yeah, and we did get a face in on uh, to replace um, he who must not be mentioned on deadline day as a central defender. Uh, I just think he's making excuses all the time. You know, he's coming out and saying the players were, were tired against Brentford and he made one substitution out of five. Brendan is very good at blaming everything except Brendan. And he's got to be careful in what he says because it's going to come back and bite him on the proverbial. You know, he said, like, again, I forget who it was again, it's like, we've got a very inexperienced team. And yet we went and lost to Southampton, who were fielding the youngest team in the Premier League since 2017. So what he's saying isn't being backed up. And the way he's blaming those above, and I get why we've got no money, I get why we've got to watch what we spend. You know, the FFP is, you know, keeping an eye on us. UEFA said we're ourselves, West Ham, Man City, Chelsea said we're all going to be sort of watched closer now. So I get the fact that we're not spending. And I don't want to go and spend for the sake of spending like Barcelona and end up with a load of players because we're only allowed to register 25. And I certainly don't want to do what Leeds did a few years ago and just spend and gamble on us getting into Europe. Because if we don't, we saw what happened to Leeds. So I get that. But Brendan, you're supposed to... I, mean, I think it was Robbie Savage before the um, game uh, the other night against Man United. He said, this team, if it wasn't for Brendan Rodgers, I think would get relegated. But with Brendan Rodgers, they won't. Well, I'm sorry, Robbie. The way things are looking at the moment, we will get relegated with Brendan Rodgers. That seems really unlikely I mean to knock a relegated you only have to be better than three other teams and there are some pretty bad teams in the Premier League <laughs> you say I mean I'm looking here if I look at the upcoming games that we've got the next six games for me are pivotal they will determine what's going to happen for me because we've got Villa coming up who are 17th we've got Tottenham coming up and that's a gimme. We're not going to get anything. For anything we get from that will be a bonus. Even if we weren't having a bad season, we could not <laughs> beat Tottenham at Spurs. We've then got Forest, who are 19th. Uh, we've gone, then got Bournemouth, the 13th. Palace, who are 15th. Leeds, who are 9th. Uh, if we don't get, you know, at least four wins out of that, then we don't deserve to be in the Premier League. Well, I'm going to say to you, Chris, I, I reckon, right, Brighton beat you today, and you play Aston Villa next. 
Who, mm. If there's a winner of that game, I think the losing manager will be gone. If we lose, I mean, I I tried to defend Brendan last season. I was all for, yes, we've had all the injuries. Give him a chance when he's got the players back. And towards the end of the season, we had the players back and we won a few. But if if we lose to Brighton today, I don't want him there in uh, against Villa. I really, Chris, really you don't. I've, I've been his biggest yeah. supporter, you know. You, 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 you didn't keep your happy voice on for long, Chris, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong questions. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, mate, thing is, thing is, right, you, you know, what you have to do, and I think you've got enough perspective, is go, it's going badly at the moment. You, it is 2,700 however many days since you were bottom of the league. Yeah. You'd probably, if I'd said that on the day, you've got 2,700 days off, you'd probably gone, all right, I'll take that. Anyway, look, thanks so much for coming on. Hope you get a result for your sake, Chris. And I uh, hope you're happier next time we chat to you. Can I just say one last thing, sorry? We sacked Ranieri, who had won us the Premier League when we were sat in 17th. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave you with that thought. Guys, thanks okay. for having me on. Hey, pleasure. Cheers, Chris. Chris, for in there. Broadcasting live worldwide. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Give me five from Lester Till I Die TV. Join in as we look at the good, the bad and even the ugly. Lester City. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Indeed. I was pretty much on the mark, wasn't I? Um, He's got to go. There is absolutely no way that that arsehole can still be running this club when we play Villa in a week's time. The guy has got no tactical nous whatsoever. As I said on the radio there, Robbie Savage, you think we're going to go down if we didn't have Rodgers? He's going to take us down. He is going to take us down. He, he is... Do you remember Ian Holloway? Do you remember Craig Levine? Now, I'm not saying things were as bad as they were then. And I've just seen Brad Wimps in the green room. I'm not saying they're bad then. But square pegs, round holes, it all comes back to that. We've, we are struggling with defenders, and apparently one defender is on a plane going over to Turkey. Another defender isn't even making the squad, and it's a defender he fucking bought, for God's sake. You know, Vestergaard, it's one of your signings, Brendan. Why was it even in the bloody squad? Instead, we've got a, defend, a midfielder who goes in and gives a penalty away. Have you noticed all the penalties we're giving away? It's Tielemans or Indeedy. What does that tell you? And then when he makes the subs, five subs were allowed. Remember that five? How many did we make? Three. And I, don't, I mean, we're going to go through it later. Um, the, the subs we made were fucking awful. Absolutely awful. Like I've said before, everybody says, oh, he's this master technician. Tactician, sorry. No, he is not. Graham Potter outthought him today. And like I said last year, you know, Mikel Arteta. You know, and, and Arsenal are losing 3-1. When Arsenal scored 1-1, absolutely, he was jumping up and down on the sideline celebrating with Arteta. He was really showing some passion. I don't think Brendan could show that sort of passion if he shit himself in his pants. I mean, I just don't get why he is still here now. Because this isn't just these six months. We were uh, six games. We were saying before, you know what? 
we um we should give him till the end of the season given given the the, the window etc 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 all right he's not had a window well boo hoo hoo brendan you paid enough managing a football team isn't just going out and buying better players each time managing the football team or being a manager is getting the best out of your team whether that's a sales team a design team whatever it's getting the best out of your team with those that you have got and when you're putting square pegs in round holes the only round hole that i'd like to put something in is up your fucking backside and get you out of the club i've been up and down about you this season but that is it now i've had it had it had it don't want anything more. We should be getting that down. I have said that I will start to go fund me page up so we can pay his compensation. I mean, you know, I just, I don't know who we'd get. I haven't thought that far ahead, to be honest with you. Put Mike Stowell in charge. It can't, it can't be any worse than this. At least Mike Stowell will know who plays in what position. I mean, I said here. And we've got it. I'll bring this this, this up. And uh, Brad is waiting patiently, and uh, I will be bringing him in. Um, but here we go. Days since we were last bottom of the Premier League, eleventh. It was eleventh of April two thousand and five. We went on to beat um, West Brom. After six games in that season, we were tenth. We haven't even waited for ten games to go bottom. Now we're doing it straight away. Seven years, four months, 25 days, 88 months, two days, 2007 and four days, whichever way you want it. And we take the piss out of Arsenal for not winning a trophy for so long. Well done, Brendan. Are we going to... Dolby fans must be sat there thinking, hey, they're going to break our record this season. And I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised. I asked Alan Bennett, after every game, as you know, he goes to the games... He watches the games. He chooses our man of the match. Now, Alan is older than me, and I'm sort of early 60s. He has seen a lot of dross at Leicester City. And he sent me a message. He said, I don't know how I'm going to pick one. I said, well, if you don't think there's anybody that deserves to be man of the match, don't. And he said, he didn't. Nobody was good enough to be man of the match. And that's a guy that's in his 70s saying how bad we are. And he's seen some dross like I have. Frank McClintock, Peter Taylor for the younger ones, you know, Craig Levine, Ian Holloway. Where are we going to be going? I'll tell you where we're going to be going. Down the fucking drain pipe with the shit. That is it. Um, we're not going to tactics board tonight because, Brad, I'm to be honest with you, I think we need a separate show for that altogether. It's a special show tonight. This is the post-match reaction. It is only on it is only on YouTube. And if you want to chat, brilliant. I'd love you to come in and chat. But we, we have trouble sometimes with bots and Twitchers and all those sorts of people coming in. Uh, please just subscribe. It will only take a minute. You've got to wait a minute from subscribing. And then you can join in the chat. Um, I'd say keep it clean, but I haven't. So I can't even say that to you guys. We'll do quickly go through some comments and catch up on these. JJ, you are in. Good evening. Um, even Chris and Dan. You called him, you called him Dan in the chin, in the watch along earlier. Um, it's Brad. Um, and, uh, Dan's the Burnley fan. Dan's the Burnley fan. Uh, Danny Ward, completely inept. 
Defensively, a complete shambles, but he needed a centre-back whilst having a natural centre-back in Soyuncu out of the entire squad. Madison not existed. I, I can't find one player that... I'm not going to blame Ward. I am not... You know, he made a couple of saves. But at the end of the day, a goalkeeper is only as good as the defenders that are in front of him. Goalkeeper, goalkeeper union. Brad was in the goalkeeper's union, and hopefully he will agree with that. If I see him nod his head, I know he is agreeing. Um, oh, he's shaking his head. So a goalkeeper isn't as bad. A goalkeeper can be bad, even if he's got a good defence. We will ask him about that afterwards. But Ward is being so exposed all the time by the defenders. It is untrue. There's no marking. Who was marking the players coming down the wings? I don't know. Fucking, I like Luke Thomas. He should have come off after 10 minutes. Because he was, anybody could see he was struggling, but he played the 90. Then to top it off, he takes Barnes off and brings Castagna on. Rogers completely lost the plot. I want him out now. Get Pearson back. Well, but Pearson, to be honest with you, JJ, I know what you're saying. He won't be any good because when he was here with us before, as I've said many times, it was him, Shaky, and Walshy, those three. And it'd be like having uh, Brian Clough back without Peter Taylor. Isn't going to ring. Matty, I hope you had a better weekend, mate. Welcome along. Uh, David, the only reason I would accept for taking Barnes off is that he was injured. Otherwise, now you tell the other team we have no uh, expert on the wing that is any good. Uh, just a flying visit, Chris. Yeah, that's right, Gray. You're going out on the piss. Can I join you? <laughs> I'm sat here with my coffee. Uh, let's remind me when we got relegated in 2016. That's when Newcastle got relegated in 2016. Good players with individual quality, but poor management and lack of action. Do you know what? I mean, I was laughing at Ant for suggesting Sean Dyche to come in on a short-term basis. Fucking Steve Bruce couldn't do any worse than this, and that's saying something. Um, I don't understand what went through Roger's mind on that team. I don't think he's got a mind. I don't think he's got anything between that and that that even is related to, to running a football team. You know, Arteta, love him or hate him, Arsenal fans, he has improved. I know you're losing now, but you were top of the table. He's improved you season on season. We have got worst season on season. Uh, Lampon on Gerard can get sacked too. Um, it's time to go. Uh, me? <laughs> no, Brendan, definitely 110%. Uh, now, C96, the board, the manager, the players have all let us fans down. I kind of don't go along with that. Well, I don't go along with that. It's your opinion. I respect it. The board are doing what they can. They've just announced losses of £119 million. It's not the end of the world. We have got one of the top five manageable debts of any football club in Europe. Once you get past the oil owned clubs, I don't think there's many clubs actually would be turning in a profit. Um, and if you actually take the backing that they get from the oil people, they probably aren't anyway. Um, and the players are only playing what they can do and what they're being told to do. Um, Tony, um, Leeds fan here. Hello. Uh, I watched you for the first time this season. Yeah, I bet you regret that, don't you? That's 45 minutes you're not going to get back. Couldn't work out your shape or tactics. We said that on the watch along. You have some great players. It's bewildering. Good luck, mate. Thank you so much. I, I like the Leeds fans. Uh, I respect them. They haven't come back in with the big here we are attitude like certain red team 
up the M up the M1. Uh, I do like Leeds fans. I have no idea how this has happened. Uh, relegation will take us back ten years. We could not allow this to happen. Hayden's in. I'm glad I didn't watch the game. Well, things I I took one for the team. Eh? I took one for the team and watched it. Uh, um, Rogers has to go tonight. The players need to book up and look at themselves. Uh, David's in. Hi. He's a great clapper, though. <laughs> I'm sure he's been called worse. Might be after question, can we still bring in loan players, can't we? We can, I believe. We can. And if the rumours are true, um, Solim Chu's going to be signing uh, for back in Turkey this week. Uh, amen, says Matthew. Rogers out. Uh, Rafa Benitez. I don't know, honestly, I'd look at anybody. I'd look at Hilda, the tea lady. Uh, same here, Chris. I've been on the fence about Rogers for months, but today was the final straw. Absolutely lost the plot. And uh, not Rafa, he ruined Everton. He didn't do a bad job at Newcastle, though, did he? But um, all I will say is, Brad for the manager's job. Good evening, Brad. Evening, mate. I'll take thank it. You for, thank you for being so patient. <laughs> no, no worries, mate. I, I'll take it. it. It really ain't difficult. Set them up, tell them to go out there and attack and don't be scared of the ball. Go in there, get in the faces. But, you know, there it is. I mean, you, you know, you, you, when I'm talking Craig Levine and Ian Holloway, you know what I mean, don't you? You know, yeah. we, we've got square pegs. You know, we've got a centre-back that he bought in. Do not, don't kill yourself, mate. It's not worth it. I had somebody said that they'd had their head in the oven in the watch along. That it was a good job and didn't turn the electric on. And it would have cost him a fortune to the way electric prices are. Um, you know, we've, we've put, you know, he's, he's bought Vestergaard. It's his choice. He's not injured. He did all right against Stockport. He's not even in the squad. It's Vestergaard, though. I'm actually prepared. <laughs> To say we could do any, could worse. Do any worse. Could he do any no, worse? No, but you'd just have a scapegoat then, wouldn't you? You'd have a Brendan scapegoat. He's a third choice. He's a fourth choice. He wasn't expecting. And you know what Brendan's like. I mean, he's got more trust in a person who played a handful of games as a kid, as a centre-back. He's very, very much naturally a midfielder. Um, he's given away countless needless free kicks and penalties, which, yeah, whether they're clear or not, I mean, obvious ones, you can't, you do sympathise with him. I mean, I wrote an article after the game. I haven't done that in years. And I actually wrote like an article about the, the game uh, on my own Facebook page uh, because you're never going to get a game like that. Though. That's just summed up every exploit of weakness and fragileness that is in within that camp. What happened to... Peace and unity after the transfer window were closed because that ain't happened at all. That ain't happened at all. And you've got a goalkeeper who is shouting at his defender because he made a cock up of it. The defender didn't. Ward did. Yeah. Ward can't um, control a, a ball that's passed back to him. I know I'm not blaming him for the five goals, don't get me wrong, but I've noticed this that when a you know, his shot is played back to him. He can't stop it. It bounces off his foot every time. Yeah. Just, uh, look, it is round pegs in square holes, isn't it? Yeah. Look, whether he's not had the greatest of starts, and let's put it lightly, to life in the Premier League as a as as someone who's vying for the number one spot, he's 
I can understand that with the mix of anger of performance and result and everybody's thoughts on Brendan, that he's getting quite a bit of, you know, brunt from fans as well. And I understand it. I don't, but whether you should or not, that's, that's everybody's opinions to their own in, in terms of how people are going about venting their frustrations. Um, but there was some fault to him for them goals, um, especially the last one. And people might say, oh, Brad, it was top binned. I've seen a picture from behind the goal of where he's standing. He's, he's three yards too far over. He could stand on the very edge of his wall and still cover the side that the wall isn't. He's got more than enough time to watch that free kick over and he probably gets somewhere near it, if not save it, if he does that. It's very poor. Um, he screwed up a few times and got away with it, you know, on the skin of his teeth with distribution. He's had a very poor game, but it's not going to help. Oh, yeah, exactly. Been, the thing is, we've said exactly. this time and time again. Now, I just want to say, this is Brendan's reaction. Uh, Leicester's results are down to me. No shit, Sherlock. Maybe it's finally dawned, has it? Too um, late. Leicester manager Brendan Rodgers speaking to the BBC match of the day. Okay, here we go. We have to be honest that the best team won. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's 99% the best team. Um, we started well. We scored after 50 seconds and then it all went wrong. And mm -hmm. had good energy in the game. But as it has been for us, we made too many mistakes with and without the ball. Maybe if you played players in the position that they know that they're comfy in, they wouldn't be making mistakes, you stupid arsehole. Um, against a good team like Brighton, who collectively well, play well, you're going to suffer. I think it's the fans that are suffering, Brendan. Um, it has been a problem for a while, giving the ball away cheaply. Well, isn't that your job as coach and manager to sort it out? This simplicity goes out of your game if you lack confidence and you'll stay on the ball longer than you should. At the moment, it is not quite happening for us. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you write down in your notebook, is it? In spells, we look dangerous. Um, first 50 seconds we did. Uh, but we don't conserve the ball long enough to sustain any period of the game. Two very good goals, well worked, so that's got us into the game. But you, but you have to have the ball for longer periods to make more, and we don't do that. You can only work hard. We will go away and analyse the game. We need to pick the players up for another home game next week, which will be a big opportunity for us. If we can sustain the game for longer and make mistakes, we can build towards getting a result. To me, it sounds like he's a manager that's in fear of relegation already. Um, he doesn't listen, he says, to the outside noise. My focus is on the football and trying to give the players confidence. Um, your results are down to me. I am the manager and we need to go away and work even harder to get that first win. You know, we always joke, don't we, Brad, that, you know, Pep couldn't do it at a Rochdale and Klopp couldn't do it, you know, at, a, at an Oldham. Mm -hmm. I mean, what? He, if, if he is saying, well, I can't work with these players because I should have had new players, these were the players that, you, that won the FA Cup, albeit a bit lucky, I agree, but what are you, you know, he's just not doing your job. He's got to go. There's no, there's no, I can't believe any, anybody, any excuse for him staying. No, and that was something that words have echoed of Jason Bourne as well. He said exactly the same. You look at the record over the last 
year and a half. It's very, it's more than concerning. And unfortunately, I think it has got to that point. Um, doesn't matter about his tactics. Today he did a Ranieri. He tried three formations and the players got caught in two minds on what formation and style of play they were doing at what times. We saw it with Ranieri. I, I infamously referred to that Chelsea game, which I think we lost 4-2. Not 5-2, but I think we lost 4-2. I know we've lost to Chelsea 5-2 before, but I think that was in the FA Cup. Um, I think this one was more... This was close if it was... Obviously, with Ranieri, we lost 4-2 to Chelsea and it was the weirdest game you've ever seen because we even took the lead in that, I believe. And it's like, next thing you know, we were 4-2 down and that was it. Brighton could have had eight. That's scary. First. Yeah. That's yeah. really scary. What was really concerning in the final nail in, in the cough for me is doesn't matter if you're branded in or out. Doesn't matter what you think of his tactics. Doesn't matter what you think of the formation to change. The reason Brenda has to go above everything else, no matter if you agree with his formations, his lineup, not sure why you would, but hey, everybody has a different look at things, and that's fine. Um, it's you saw today that sucker punch of a third goal didn't just like completely take the wind out of Leicester sails, but they would be they would beat from the moment that goal at the back of the net to make it three two Brighton. It, it was game over and you could see it a mile off. And for, and for me, that just tells me he's, he's burnt out. He's done what he can here. Thanks for fifth. Thanks for FA Cup. Thank you for taking us on the European journey. But that is whatever has gone on between you and the players over the summer period and the way you've said things and the way you've worded things has maybe further increased the lack of confidence in the players. Because you used to big up players, you used to shield them really well. And I don't know if there's something that's gone on and that's this is how you retaliate with it. But you've taken it as far as you can and, and you've passed it even now for me. This is this has to be the end because that's the fracture that cannot be repaired. And when that becomes the case, which is sure as heck seemed it on the pitch, you cannot you cannot repair it. You just can't. And unfortunately, whether it seems fortunate or not, and people might say Others in that hierarchy have to take the blame as well. As well they should, if that is the case. But in terms of who's in charge of the tactics and the picking of the side and the way they play, it's the manager head that has to roll on this one. Yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not anyway suggesting, you know, they go back to their stack the board and haul them, you know that we would not be where we are now if it hadn't been for the owners. The owners have the best heart. And I was reading what um, Top was saying, you know, and then it came in, in the programme for the Man United game. Then um, we looked at the, you know, looked at what was being said from UEFA about the uh, uh, FFP, etc. And it all was coming together. But if you are, a, you know, if you are a good a manager, I mean, Robbie Savage, and I said this at the start, Robbie Savage saying before the Man United game, this Leicester team would go down if they didn't have Brenda in charge. I would say, you know, I, 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 we'll go down with them. He's a fantastic coach. He's one of the best coaches around. If he is, then why aren't we doing better? Because he's made this team worse. Arteta, yeah, he's, he made he's the team better him. year on year. Yeah. We were yeah, the same world when we had Quill. Yeah, but yeah, but as a, as annoyed and as angry as we all are with with how it's going at the moment, 
it, it for me it's also sad that it's going this way because we haven't had a manager bring us great joy and success in terms of what he's achieved in what he's brought to the club silverware and European football since Martin O'Neill and we were sad when he left for Celtic, but at least he left on a high. It's what happened afterwards that was horrific. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that Brendan would would prove himself, prove former fans of his, i.e. Liverpool and Celtic, fans wrong. And he would do another season, really. He would do well this season and we would do well next season. And then he would say, I've taken you as far as I can. It's time for, you know, that same transition, but with a better outcome. And it's just, you know, I, I am going to come out and say this. Brendan might have lost it in the tactics department. He might His players might have lost faith in him. It's sure seemed like that today. But I'm sad if I'm sad if this is how it ends, i.e. the story of Brendan and Leicester, because there has been good times, whether you thought we were looking to find or not. The journey was incredible. He helped us achieve it. The European dreams, he took us further than we could ever dare to dream, no matter what caliber or level it was you know he took us into competitions and had us playing you know european football yeah the champions league but that was and its whole different story adventure sour ending to the, this chapter if if rogers and my opinion yeah, it, always ends. it always ends on a sour note doesn't it yeah, never yeah like a manager doing well yeah. or a manager will never leave to another club if he's happy it, whatever happens, it always it is always on a sour note. Yeah. Usually, it's just, it's just normally you have a bittersweet moment when they leave. Don't like O'Neill, it was bittersweet. You understood why, and you were fair with him because of everything done. Had Rogers done this at the start of the season, I don't think too many Leicester fans would be so volatile towards the situation. I get why we are. If anybody comes at me, I get why we are because we're passionate about the club. Perfectly within your reason to be angry when things are going wrong. I don't, as long as you keep it respectable to a degree, obviously a swear or two about Brendan being an effing and this and that, obviously that's fine, but LM, it's just... He's, he's gone down in my estimation since... Yeah, I've it's, just, it's just maybe if you'd have gone, realised it last season and gone, you know what, someone else needs to be in charge, someone else needs to take this group further because I, I've, I've done what I can with my expertise, then people wouldn't be so... I've got, I've got some bad news, everybody. He's still in charge. Rogers vows to fight on. We are like a oh. big saw with pieces missing. The pieces that it, are missing are between your right ear and your left ear. Just here. That's where it's I, missing. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to call it now. 24 hours from now, or maybe even tonight, but to guarantee it, I reckon in 24 hours, there'll be a statement from the club. Because when a manager says that, that's normally the, the, the last the last words. Something like that mm. always be our last words. Look at Scott Parker's last words. His was pretty much the same after the 9-0. Other managers before. In the next 24 hours, a club statement will be released. I've got a funny feeling. With that mm. statement right there, I've got a funny feeling in the next 24 hours, we're going to hear something. And the problem is, if he does come out with a statement in the next 24 hours top, or the club, whoever... You know, we're looking at it's an it's a lose lose situation because they'll either come out and say you're sacked, or he'll they'll come out and go we've got every faith in the manager and he's got our confidence, which is obviously as good as being sacked. But I just want to bring up a point that um, Tony said earlier. Uh, do you generally think Brendan is engineering his sacking for the cash payoff? Um, if so, it's for what it is worth. 
I mean, a few people have said that, but what shocked me was, well, I was shocked, I was surprised, that when I was on TalkSport this morning, you've got Barry Glendinning, who is one of the co-hosts, and he's been on there for, for years, and he, he's one of the chief football writers at The Guardian, said exactly the same to me. Now, if top journalists are asking that question, then you've, you've got to think, like, what the hell is Brendan doing? I, I'm i going to re, re, echo words that I've probably spoken before, because I think now it's quite fitting in, in what they stand for. A good manager is always good when things are going great, right? But you see, you see the the mentality of a manager that, that, that tells you if you're going to be a great manager or not. And then people are going to notice things that you do as a, man, a manager because a great manager, right, gets that situation and he handles it. Cool, calm and collective, doesn't worry. He doesn't start trying to throw sneaky jabs at the owners or throwing players under the bus. He takes the heat. He takes it as it is. And, you know, doesn't necessarily wrap his players and cut the wall, but he doesn't let the media try and take a swipe at his players. He doesn't question that anything there. He deals with any issues behind closed doors and he, he finds a way. He communicates with his players if he has to do better and he finds a way to turn that form around. That's what a great manager can do. What a good manager can do is he can ride a lengthy wave of good, you know, good football. And by that, what I mean is he did. He does what every manager do or caretaker manager you see do it they just bring a manager bounce the freedom the shackles are playing that dreadful way that was giving dreadful results go out there with a told to just show him what he's capable of because they're the new manager that's exactly what players you know in a weird way i guess enjoy because they're given that freedom and good managers know how to make that last as long as possible the great manager faces up to the task when it gets difficult Rogers has shown his mentality with how he's been and how he presents himself in the press over the last eight months. Yeah. He's gone from bigging up the players to saying boring, monotone, oh, the players aren't up for it. And that it's like suddenly the players aren't good enough, but they were great enough when they were winning you things, Brendan. Yeah. And having yeah. the good well, sides. He he'll, he'll blame anybody but himself, won't he? You know, yeah, because he wants to look good in future employment. He doesn't, yeah. you know, if everybody hates him, he's going to struggle to get a job. But if he can come off somewhat sympathetic, you know, we we heard it in that, um, in your talk sports interview, the, the bloke, um, whichever one of them it was, uh, said to you, not being a Leicester fan and seeing much of it, you can understand why neutral sympathise. And that's the perfect example of where he's going to get it. I wouldn't say he's angry himself for the sack. I think he's safe falling in with his interview. But I, he's not, he's, I, I just can't fathom a word, a world where any manager would outrightly go about damaging their reputation and trying to get themselves sat because the owners, we've seen it before with Newcastle. We've seen it before with Leeds, as you always like to mention. We really, realistically, we saw it ourselves in you no know, 2 season. It went wrong and they panicked and went, well, this squad's good enough. This squad's good enough. It surely should stay up on its own account. We'll, we'll sort it out afterwards. But we can't get rid of him. We've got to give him time. We've got to give him time. And then it came too late and the squad was already down and the, the, you know, the cracks got bigger, the damage got worse. And, 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 and all three of them clubs got relegated in the seasons most notably talked about. Unless the owners surely have to do something now and set something ultimatum where it's like maybe he has to get that dreaded 
three games left to save your job, and if not, you're out. Or maybe they just do well, the absolute. Well, Quite possibly, we'll look at the games coming up in a second uh, and see where we think you know we might get a, a, a first win and some points from. I mean, it is a long season. I mean, it was 13 games in before we went bottom in that great escape year. You know, it took us one game. You know, so I mean, whatever Roger's doing, he's doing it a lot quicker. <laughs> than uh, Nigel Pearson was able to. Yeah, um, when we said progress, Brandon, that's not what we meant. No, no, no. I mean, all jokes aside, you know, Derby probably are rubbing their hands thinking, hey, here's our record going. Um, but it's a record we don't want, Brendan. Okay. Uh, yeah. The thing is, though, I mean, everybody's saying, like, can we afford to sack him? Yes, we've got the money from Fafana. You know, we've only spent that on one on one player. So we have got some spare money left from that. What will it cost us if we go down? That was why that was why Ranieri was sacked. Not the fact that we, you know, we were thinking, oh, could we could we afford his payoff or not? Because I tell you what, if we've got to pay Brendan, let's say twenty million or or twenty five million off, how much will we lose by going down? Hundred, hundred, exactly, exactly. 100, 100. So you know the, that that I don't think we'll come into it. The, 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 they will look at this as a business, and it's quite right that you do have to look at these things as a business. Um, and like I say, I'm not. I, I can't blame the owners because they've taken off an, an absolutely wonderful journey, and they're doing their best for oh. the club. When you know we've had the warning off you away from what have you, and let's say unless Top goes, you know, home this weekend, digs a hole in his garden, and black oil comes out of it, we're not going to ever be in those sort of positions. Uh, I think Casper. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a big voice in that team. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I wish him all the best, and I don't think there's. I don't. For me, there's nothing to read into that. I just think he he wanted a longer contract. He'd only got a year left. We didn't want to maybe extend it. Um, so so he went because so he got a three year contract on the south of France. Yeah, thank you. I'd take that. Uh, can I just say to everybody, if you are watching, uh, please subscribe. If you haven't, uh, I would really appreciate that. Smash the likes because uh, that does help the old algorithmics, etc. But on this one, because of the sort of the nature of this, and so we don't get loads of bots in and people just coming in and saying, you have to be subscribed to be able to talk, to talk in this chat. So if you want to put something in the chat, you've got to subscribe. So press the subscribe button. It literally is set to a minute, and a minute after you subscribe, you're able to jump straight in and chat. Uh, everybody's agreeing with everybody else there. Matthew, I agree with your comment. Too many square pegs in round holes. Yeah, we're going to look at the team in a second. Doug is in. Good evening today. Felt like it's the end for Rogers. We can but pray, Doug. We can but pray. And remember what we said. Be careful what you say. Don't want to be upsetting people, Doug. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Doug. I couldn't resist it. He knows what I mean. He knows what I mean. Uh, David, uh, and today, whilst we'll be honest, that our front line today was actually progressive and very good by having JJ in right back and not left back. Indeed, in at centre back and Lucas left back. Not Castagna defense is non-existent. And we'll come again, we'll come on to all these players in a second. Remember Steve McLaren saying we'll continue to work hard and fight. <laughs> he was sacked a week later. Uh, Gary Lineker says it has spoiled his weekend. Diddums, Gary. Diddums. No need to pack it a crisp and shut his gob. Uh, David, to be honest, I've always held Brendan in good esteem from his days at Liverpool, but what greats on my last nerve is how passive relaxed he always is. 
like I said, I don't give a shit himself at the side of the thing. He, he wouldn't move. Um, everybody's agreeing with everybody else. Um, oh, uh, Max is agreeing with you, Brad. Mike Ashley always had the mentality that our team was too big to go down. We got relegated twice because of his lack of action. And we're not too big to go down. No team is too big to go nope. down. It's the last um, word today. He starts saying that. Yeah. Maybe he decided uh, instead of starting well and getting worse, the season progressive to start off terrible. And now when things are all fully then puts great teams out, tactics, and we go on a winning run. I don't think. I don't think that. You, I think you credit him, Brendan, with more more sense than he actually has there. I really do. Um, tell me what you think. What you thought of the team? It was strange because um, whilst. Um, you know, KDH wasn't at his glowing best on Thursday. No one really was in, in, no. in truth. So it was a strange to see him drop. Um, I don't, you know, we talk about confusion. And I said earlier, he, did, he, he kind of did a Claudio. There was confusion between the formation. Was it 4 1 4 1 or was it a 4 4 2 or was, was, it, a, was it a 4 3 1 2 or whatever? You couldn't figure it out because of the players on the pitch because Daka and Ian Acho were on the pitch together. And one was apparently out on the right right wing, but also in the middle and also up. It was weird. It was just weird. Like the team itself, the players individually were okay. Thomas, mm. question marks. Brendan's his fate is, is, is a big fan of his though, so but I don't see why he... he, he I, I like I like the lad, and I think he's going to be a good player in the in the, in the future. But he got doubled up on against Manchester United and ripped to shreds, and he got booked within a minute, and he didn't get much better for him from there. In, in my opinion, um, not that anybody had the greatest of game once no, the car. I'm, I'm doing the watch along but... with Josh, and both of us can see that Luke Thomas is getting ripped to a big yeah. one, right? Yeah. He stays on at half time, which would well, yeah. a lot. If, if you've got a manager with sense, he would have come off before then. You know, you look at that and go, oh, shitty, you know. And he didn't play well. He was ripped apart against Man United. So, what is Brendan doing? I've no idea. Well, we, we know that, don't we? Yeah. Um, he didn't make Dennis the change. Platt. He didn't actually take him off at all during the game. No, no. And Barnes coming off will just. I don't get it. I don't, I, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, obviously, it's a shape, a change in shape because they went to five. But keeping Thomas on and putting a wink, it just baffled. I think that's when you know a manager's lost the plot more than ever because he then puts a Marty on. It's like he did put a Marty on, right? Am I just thinking things? No, he did put a Marty on. He yeah. put Vardy on, but I didn't never, I never yeah. saw him. But he, but he put, but he put a Marty on. You thinking? Well, if he could, if he was fit to start. At least, at least if the centre-back's making the mistakes like indeed he is, it, it, you know, you can go, well, you know, bring on bring on Val, you know, bring him in. You know, all right, Visa, that, that's that's the only thing that Brendan can't be blamed for. Unless he probably, you know, actually, you probably can. He probably didn't send the email in time to get it done for today. <laughs> we'll blame Brendan for that as well. Um, but no, seriously, we, we, we laugh and joke, but it's pretty pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what Dennis? What's Dennis Pratt going to do? Has, has he got some incriminating evidence on him, or or has, has he done something he shouldn't have? 
I don't know. Is this a Chris I, Wood I and number say, four? I did thing? say that Tillemans, I don't know. Tillemans has been bending down in front of Rogers and dropping his shorts. Now, how true that is, I don't know. No. It could I be mean, allegedly. Look don't, look, don't get me wrong. Fantastic ball from Tillemans to Dakar for the goal. I'm not, but. It's about the only thing he, he really did have any oh, notes. Exactly. It's about yeah. the only thing he did. What does Pratt have to do? Why is Tillerman hmm. still being played? He was, ab apart from that one thing, he was totally and absolutely crap. Yeah. And so I, mean, many, I mean, I think I, was, I couldn't work out our formation. We're trying to work it out with no. Josh. And I think I was thinking it was like one, 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 one. Have I got to 10 yet? One, one. I was just go where you want to. Go, go where well, the hell you want to. It doesn't. Well, here's, here's the thing, mate. If you can't figure it out and fans at home can't figure it out and fans in the stadium couldn't figure it out, how in God's name are the players supposed to figure it out? Yeah, Terry we said earlier, all... that, that he, was yeah. he was blaming the fans. Oh, no, no doubt. made the team yeah. nervous. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, how dare we? How dare we? How dare we as fans get a bit nervous about being, oh, wait. It's not. It's not like we're bottom the league and, and and no wins in in in. Oh no, wait. No, no, that's right. We are no wins. Yeah. yeah. In six. Wake, wake up, wake up. <laughs> you know, I was just wondering why fans aren't allowed to to be a little bit, little bit nervous about going away to a Brighton team that's had a blistering start. I can't fathom why they'd be a bit nervous, Chris. No. Why were no, you nervous, no. man? It's How not like they you went over at the end. He went over at the end to, a pop, to applaud the uh, crowd, and he was right and royally booed, quite right as well. Yeah, yeah, but it is funny though. But... We played, to, we played, have two strikers on, and they both score. Yeah, I know, right? Imagine what happens when you do that for strikers. It's amazing, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, you wouldn't have thought that he'd ever that had ever happened before. I mean, yeah. it's never happened before at Leicester, has it? No, so I mean. Gone. Didn't it happen a oh, couple of yeah, seasons well, ago? Yeah, and, and wasn't that the time that Jamie Vardy got beat in the goal-scoring charts by Ian Atcho? It was, it? yes. Uh, yeah. Not, not that that's anything towards Vardy. I'm just making a perspective that we had two goal-scorers eyeing up 20 goals a season that season. Mm. Sorry, just to clarify my point, that wasn't a dig at Jamie Vardy. I was just saying we had two, you know, Jamie Vardy used to score 15 to 20, uh, and we had mm. two that season doing it. It's... It's almost like that's stared him right in front of the face and he didn't like it. Don't yeah. too late, in my opinion. Uh, I, I look at that that when I saw that starting lineup, I mean I'm gonna be honest with you. A I'm thinking, what the hell is Thomas uh, is Thomas doing on that team? Uh because Castagna didn't play a full game against Man United, so he could have easily have come on, and he did come on later. Um I don't. I just don't know why Tielemans is there. Yes, all right, he, he put that one ball through, but you can never, you can't live off one good thing every single game. Um, I just, and like I say, you know, and looking at the subs, I mean, let, let, let's talk the subs because I want to. I want to talk about the subs and see. I mean, can you explain to me the thoughts behind the subs? I mean. Um, no, no I can't. <laughs> in, in what, that's, I really I think can't. that's the shortest answer you've ever ever given. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't because if a Marty's fit to play, why don't you start him? At least then we've got a centre back at centre back. Mm. If 
Vardy's about the only one I can understand because it's like for like uh, well it wasn't even like I can't even understand that because he's a black trophy and not Dakar. So that one was baffling as well in terms of the personnel he took off. Not that Vardy came on. Um Barnes coming off you would say for a for, for a change in, in in shape, but we went to a five, so you drop him into that five, you take Thomas off and put Castagne on. So I don't understand why he took Barnes off. What was the other one he did? He... I'm just going to look at. I'm just looking here. Um, oops, if I can get the right mouse to to work. Here we go. So the I subs that he you... made were um, he made. I made four subs. So getting up to the four? five. Get, get, get what was the fourth sub then? When, when were so they made? Castagna for Barnes on 45. And yeah. then three on the 72nd okay. minute, because they can really do a lot in 20 minutes. Jewsbury Hall for Samari, Amati for Tielemans, and Vardy for Inacho. Yeah, well, what, what was the point in KD8? He couldn't change the game. It was 4 2 probably at that stage. Well, Jack says it there. Let's go five at the back when we're 4 2 down. Yeah, none, none of none of what he did today. Like I said, I know I kind of half joking, but the more I think about it, the more it really did mask that Chelsea performance under Ranieri, and that was damning for him. That was the sign, you know, and he lasted longer than that Ranieri did, and it didn't get any better in terms of the league form. In fact, he was very fortunate that we were all guns blazing in the Champions League, if we really think about it, because mm. he may have not lasted that had there been no Champions League. But that had been a bog-standard season. Uh, and not a title winning season. We didn't have that sort of thing. I think Ranieri would have been out the door even earlier with how concerning it was. I just hope we don't make mistakes from the past because if you do that and leave it too late, uh, uh, we'll, join, you, we'll join the history books again for the wrong Everybody's reason. been saying to me, that, you know, we, were, we weren't even in the bottom three. We were 17th when Ranieri was sacked. And everyone's going to me say, oh, yeah, but you've got to remember that was February. Well, we're still going to be bottom in February the way we're playing, surely. Well, you'd struggle to find a reason, a way around it, you know, because the only way it is going to change is is if he uses his brain. And that is go to put two strikers on the pitch in the right place, first of all. I know you did that at some point, but it's taking you long enough. Second of all, Stop making the team defending its own half and try and push out from there because we get suffocated every time and we concede on average two goals a half a game when we do that. Probably a half now, to be honest with you, with the five two. Because when we switch to that, that that probably probably concede two goals every time we switch to that easily. Go back to knowing what we can do, which is Passing the ball out quickly, getting in their faces, you know, play the high line. It all comes with risk, but it comes with more reward when we manage it rightly. And when we go one a lot, look to make that two nil. Go back to the simplistics, Brendan. That if you're somehow given more time by our owners, um, the simplistics that helped you when things were good and kept. This that you know that wonderful period of football and results going. Mm. Just do that, Brendan. It ain't it ain't that rocket science. But I feel like the reason I'm now at the point where I think he's got to go now is because 
he tried that today. He tried that in different forms, different formations, different tactics, and 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 not a single one worked. And and for me, that's the biggest obvious writing on the wall that that dressing room just does not listen or gets mo- does not get motivated by his very repetitive monotone speeches as I clap because no one seems to care what he's saying. Say- I've heard from Brendan, mate. Do you all know what I've heard on that sidelines from Brendan in the last three games? Silence, oh. followed by the occasional startling, and I mean startling because I'm like, oh, God, that was Brendan, was this. Attack! Oh, hold on, sorry. Are you Colonel Custer shouting attack out of Night of Museum? <laughs> Because you said that that was there was no contents. It was it was like and he's, and he's been doing it randomly. <laughs> this is the killer, right? He's been doing that randomly. And if you go back and listen to the games, why you would have watched them again, I don't know. But if you really are suffering for pain, go and check that out now because it'll be at a throw in at a ball that's a 50-50 and we've won the initial header and he'll just go attack. It's like, huh? Obviously. Like, you know, he's just like, where have you been for this 60-odd minutes or whatever it is he ends up doing it? Because it's so random as well. Yeah. Uh, Roy Keane slammed shocking Leicester players as Brendan Rodgers urged to terminate deal and join club like Aston Villa. But he tells TalkSport he won't resign. For God's sake, go. Just go, will you? Um, I, I, I mean, I can't... I know we were, we were struggling under Ranieri. When you know that second season, I don't again, I don't remember the performances being as inept as they are now. They were as frail, they were as frail at the back as they are now, but they were running around. And to be fair, Ranieri was trying to get something different out of the players that he'd signed and used to to their strengths. You know, with Samani, notably, it wasn't until actually Shakespeare took hold over and had him trying to play more defensively as a, as a striker to be the hold-up guy instead of the target man, which is what Ranieri brought him for to be a target man, just to cone in on one issue. He just couldn't do it. It just didn't work. And, and you can't... I think this is maybe something that Brendan's trying to do. And again, I relate it to you know, Tillemans. And that is, he's trying to keep one person happy and play to one person's strength. And it's not working because we can't even get basics from it. He's overcomplicating the basics of football right now. And that's what every manager that can't handle the mentality of bad form and low confidence can do. I mean, it, I mean it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. It really is. Um, I, but I know... OK. 35 watching, guys. 18 likes. Help us. Help the channel. Tick that like if you would be so grateful. It really would help us. Now, look, Brad... I know, I know, I know, I know you don't like stats, but please bear with me with this one that I want to read out to you. Um, we are, are we not, a Premier League team? Uh, last time I checked. I don't know how, how long for, obviously, I don't know. But over the past however many years, and I'm going to say it right, I haven't really said it enough, but I have got to say hats off to uh, Brighton because they played oh, yeah. us off the. They it was worse than than you know we were worse than Arsenal when we played Arsenal. Brighton, yeah. you deserve it. Graham Potter 
last year i think was the turning point for him you know he started off well they were bottom of the uh, form table come march he turned it round he started them so well um this season that yeah i'm going to take my hat off and say he is a better manager now than i thought he was um so well done to brighton you deserve all the credit today you really really do um we had six shots all that game do you know how many brighton had 22 well i'll give you i'll give it you because you were damn close 23. yeah 23 shots against our six 11 on target against our four you know you could just see josh was in the um we were doing the watch along and he said you could just see the goal coming i mean they were lucky to have that it was a marvelous strike that was off by somebody's toenail again um and i felt sorry for the guy but then he did score a wonderful free kick later um but it was just coming it was coming it was coming they had 10 corners to our one that shows how much they were attacking us <laughs> in it I, I you know what i i this this might sound scary but <laughs> did liverpool have that many shots at, at, at bournemouth's got it did bill bournemouth get more than two corners in their game because please please tell me that that if you want to give any more harrowing stuff i want to see if you can search it up for me chris if that's not too much and maybe no, do it i, 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 don't I know. am i am i am uh, i would I love to see i would have to say i'm fingering google as we speak but that that is 100 wrong i am going through google as we speak but when was the like, game? No. pardon when was the game Oh, uh, Maybe I can do it. This was it. Was it at Liverpool? It was. Wasn't yes, it? it was at Anfield um, yeah. because our record wasn't under threat, and it was two weeks ago. Maybe or no, it was last weekend, wasn't it? Because it's was midweek game, and they, and they played this weekend. So yeah, it was last weekend, I believe. Do bear with me. It was, was we played, sure it was when we played. I'm sure it was when we played Chelsea, or was it when we played Southampton? It was either Chelsea or Southampton? Do, 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 do hold on, caller. Yeah, you haven't got the, you haven't got the supercomputer like talk sport, dude. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm having to sort of use my mouse to scroll up and down. I need to get that. Well, the problem is we've had deadline day since then. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was... Of a lot. Um, and Liverpool, just I found, hang on, I found Newcastle. That was the game after. Um... Here we go, here we go. I felt for here we go. Let's just have a look. It may it may bring it up on here, but I don't think it is because I've clicked the wrong one. Jeez. Um I don't think I'm gonna find it, mate. I don't think I am. Um because it'd be but, interesting yeah. to see. I know, obviously, they conceded nine, so it was far worse, but it'd just show you if Brighton could do that to us. What in Christ? Oh, my God. I know. What in Christ's name? I mean, Brent, Man City praying for a field day if Brendan Rodgers is still in charge of us when they play us. Oh, God. Harlan's going to score nine himself. 
<laughs> That's it, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Right, let me just see if I can get the Liverpool 9, Bournemouth 0, wasn't it? Um, yeah. There we go. Tap, tap, right. So, what did I say? How many shots did I say Leicester had? Oh, sorry, how many shots did I say Brighton Hove Albion had? 23. And Liverpool, who beat Bournemouth 9 0, had 19. Better finishing and some and one or two good saves from Danny Ward. We could have been on that. We could have been on that nine nil for just a few more shots. Liverpool, yeah. that that's shocking, isn't it? I mean, how many corners has Bournemouth had? Is Bournemouth getting that game? If you still got them all, I have. Um, they had five offside. They had one corner, the same as us. Oh well, at least we matched them with corners. Holding Leicester, you matched for nine nil with corners. But Liverpool that's only had eight. Eight, eight. Oh, so they so Liverpool did it with left. Oh, right. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, they were clinical today, Brighton. Imagine if they'd have been even more clinical. Yeah. I mean, I they, they actually, in fact, the most pessimistic of Brighton fan is probably only finding the annoyance of the fact they conceded two goals today because that's the only blemish for them, isn't it? Really, and mm. that, ain't, that ain't something you're bothered about when you're winning five two. Yeah, that's, that's made it even I mean, worse. We played, we played well good. for fifty-two seconds. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then that four, and then that twelve seconds it took from your intelligence to pass it to Dakar too. Yeah, so about a minute and twelve, we were yeah, a minute and three or whatever. We were we were a good side. Yeah, I mean, Jack. Yeah. Um, why are we talking about Ranieri? These performances are worse than twelve. They are. When when Brendan came in, do, didn't we? Uh, have a period where we actually played attacking flowing football yeah because like i said he's a good manager he knew he had the easy fix and the obvious way to try and get a form and confidence throughout that squad was to go out there and tell them to go and do what they do best he picked an 11 that he'd seen the best of granted mm. and then he went go and play with freedom to get yeah. what you was and that's what that's what whoever comes in when the time does come that Ranier when Rogers is no longer Leicester manager, that's what they'll do initially at the start. It doesn't matter who what I guess they might some managers might hit the ground running wanting to implement their things, but for the first couple of match days you're gonna see them play with freedom. It's natural, it's what you do. Um, when you're a team of confidence, you sometimes need a manager that just goes, We'll work on the defence. Let's get that. Let's get that winning feeling. Let's get that mentality. Play with freedom, understanding each other, communication. Let's get that working, and worry about the defence on the training ground. We will sort that as a unit. Right now, just go out there and don't be scared of the ball, because that's what they are. They're scared of being ahead. I joked, didn't I? That team, you know, Southampton must have been counting the lucky stars when we finally took the lead, because it meant we were going to crumble. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if some Brighton fans were going. Oh, God, they've scored. Oh, it's a good job it's Leicester. We've got 89 minutes to turn this around. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know that's I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek, but you, you could have thought that if you were sat in the home end today going, well, thank God it's Leicester. Thank God it's Leicester. We've still got a chance to win this game and we all gored off, didn't they? You know, when we were those couple of seasons where we were fifth and we were winning the FA Cup, 
people and teams were actually worried about playing us. Mm-hmm. Now they must, they, must, yeah, they probably can't wait. No, they can't. I mean, you only have to look at the results to completely back. You know, people say, "Where's your, where's your evidence?" That well, look at them seasons. You know, teams will be getting beat three nil, three one, four four nil, five nils. And, and you know, I even put it up earlier on Twitter, and I put the, the, the difference in the you know the four years in one half. What you know, one one half of it and one half of it. The other half of it was we used to go and get them results. And I said the second Leicester used to go one nil up, whether it was the sixtieth minute, third minute, most teams was obviously still some teams, but most teams were going, we're going to be in for a long day, and you could feel it. You could feel it at the King Power. You could mm. feel it when you went to their grounds, and that helped amplify the noise because the second Leicester got in front, you could feel the opposition fans being like, "Oh God, this is not what we needed. This is going to be an hard battle now." Now they get, like I said, literally now they're probably going, "Should we just score?" Shall we just let them score for the lulls? Because this is going to be brilliant. Watch this collapse, you know. And that's that's what we're getting seen as by opposition fans. And then that's, yeah. that's the sub three. Okay, I mean, let, let me ask you this then. Um, lost, lost the dressing room, do you think? Are they not playing for him? Or do the players just... I can't believe that any player there, especially some of those players that are out on that pitch, like Vardy, like Madison, um, you know, uh, that aren't going to, you know, they're not going out there and playing badly on purpose. Are they just not getting what Rogers is telling them? I mean, it's confusing us as fans. Surely it must be confusing um, players as well. Look, I, I know, I know you casually sometimes look at Leicester and, and they and they spent a long time being referred to as a counter-attacking side. And I will give credit where it's due. For, for the better part, Brendan made us a high-pressing side. Not counter-attacking, but actually engaging them higher pitch. You know, complete reverse of what we're seeing because we were forcing mistakes. You know, that's how it is. And unfortunately, these managers get the itch that once they've ridden that train of momentum as far as they can take it, for Brendan, it's been met with great success in terms of what he's helped achieve, what he's what will go down on his you know, CV is what he's achieved as a manager. Um in terms of where we finished and, and, and where what we've done in, in, in cup competitions. There comes a point where that manager's itch comes to a point where they go, this team needs a plan B. And I'm not doubting that this team does need a plan B because they can't keep playing that way forever. But you need it to be a plan B, and he's trying. He's been trying so much to make this pass it side to side the plan A. He's making the same mistake as Powell by doing that. This should be a plan B. This should be your tune a lot. Things are getting a bit larry. Let's calm it down. That's how you use this tactic. That's how you go five at the back. You're tune a lot. You're confident, and you just want to make sure you get that clean sheet bonus. Let's be honest. That's what you'll make. Let's get a nice bonus because, you know, we get, results look good for me. We're not conceding goals and then players get paid more. Happy days all round. That's how you play that way. And that's when it works. This obsession with trying to make a team that can't play defensively as a complete unit isn't going to work as a plan A. And that's no. the problem. I mean, as Jack says there, is it the sacking derby when we play Villa next Could week? be. It could be. 
it could be maybe maybe our owners secretly have five hundred grand to try and help pay off the debt on Rogers getting losing against Villa and getting the sack, and maybe they're going to announce that they got someone booking the bookies round. Obviously, they're obviously they're, they're not because they're highly illegal for so many reasons. But you get my point. You know, you think maybe they're trying to drag it out so someone can win some money on it or something. Get it on Sky. Why not? Like you, maybe we'll see him get a text on the full time whistle, and he'll go from this to. Oh yeah, realizing he's been sat. Maybe we'll get that on camera as a member. We don't know, but <laughs> yeah. I'd be um, dreading it as well. To be honest with you, that being the case. Yeah, yeah. Look, listen. These are the games that we've got coming up. I mean, well, let's let's forget Tottenham because I think I'm just going to go and hide behind the sofa for two hours and and just not appear. You know. Um, yeah. The other games. I know you said the other day that you didn't see any any points coming. Um, I don't know where, where 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 is the where is the if it is coming at all. Where is the next win coming from? If we don't replace Rogers, if the decision isn't made to replace Rogers and he's shown the faith for these next six games, Leeds United at a push. Mm. Leeds United at a push. If Boris was at home, I'd be dreading that even more than I am at all. Leeds United at a push. If we do decide, if the owners do decide that this is enough, this is the, you know, this broke the camel's back, this is the final straw, the nail in the coffin, whatever you want to use to, to poetically describe it, then Villa. We don't now, Villa. If we sack him before Forest, we'll win at Forest. We'll win against Forest. Bournemouth. If he's gone be- before the Bournemouth game, we'll win. It, I just know that's how it's going to go. We'll either be dire, dire. Maybe, you know, I don't, don't, I just don't see it. Yeah, Forest will turn it up, threw it away, but they'll be up for that. We saw it in the FA Cup game. Yeah, no different. We're, we're no worse, if not slightly worse, than we were in that FA Cup game to a degree. Um, so yeah, Leeds United at a push if he's still in charge, but if not, the win could even come in the top game if he loses and gets sacked after Villa. The new map, the, the, the bounce and the freedom, and being told to play the way they know best could actually surprise everybody. We could go and beat Spurs. If not, I dread to think I'm I'm, pes- I'm optimistic in saying Leeds at a push mm. with him in charge. Spurs is just before the international break. So we're not going to um, get anything from Spurs, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not being pessimistic. We're just not. We never do when we were playing. No, we don't. You know, we, they stuffed no. us on the last day to, to stop us getting fourth. So they're a bogey know, side, to say the least. Not, fact, they've always been a bogey side. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, if he goes after Villa, then the, the guy's going to have probably sort of. A good two weeks, three weeks really, before we we, we play Tottenham. Uh, sorry, before we play Forest. But what I mean, you could say, well, it's a gimme anyway. So what's the point whether he's do, there or he's not? Do, um, do you want to know something? Sorry to sorry to interrupt you, Chris. But no, no, no. In fact, go on. I've got some irony to it. So go on, go on. No, I'm just thinking, like as I say, thinking when he when he could go. For me, like I say, please just get rid of him now. I mean. Let, let, let's have a look at this. Uh, and it doesn't make nice reading. Um, 
And yes, it is six games in. I get it. It's only six games in. But are we going to be saying it's only 10 games in? No. It's only 19 games in. Oh, hang on. We're only half the season in. Don't worry, guys. You know, Burnley, they always used to have a good second half of the season. Whoops. Look what happened there. I mean, the only pleasing thing about that is the fact that Forrest had only just sat above us. Yeah. It could now, be a relegation six-pointer when we play them. Yeah, well, it's it, it's going to be a relegation... It's going to be a, a scrap battle against C- Crystal Palace, Bournemouth, Forest. And even if they keep free-falling, it'll be Leeds by the time we play them. So every opposition yeah. barring Tottenham is teams we have to be beating. Yes. If, if we're going to ease that worry that we're going to have a, a season not to be worried about going down at the... Excuse me, at the bare minimum. Chris, why I've still got it trapped in the brain, can I please tell you something that would be very ironic if Brendan Rogers lost his job as of per this result before yeah, yeah. the next game? Technically, you will check the records. Brendan Rogers' first game as official Leicester manager was a defeat to Watford. I believe. Away from home at Vicarage Road, we lost to Watford in his first official game at charge. However, something you may not realise is Brendan Rodgers was sat in the stands for a game which Leicester mm. came out on top against Brighton and Hove Albion. Yes. He was in the stands and communicated, I believe, with the players against Brighton and Hove Albion in a game we went on to win. Oh, how the story could go full circle if today's damning defeat is his last in a dressing room with them players. And it could very well be, you know. I'm just, um, you know, superstitious if people want to be. I'm sorry if that's got people now thinking superstitions and, you know. But... <laughs> well, hey, hey, this is football. Look, I tell you what, we're going to have a, a very, very quick break. And I know we're not going to be doing the tactics because you weren't able to actually see the game live. And I understand that. I think I would have thrown my phone across the floor if I had to do that many tactics before. In fact, you'd have weeped because the numbers would still be coming through of me sending through the files, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to do it. I wasn't going to do this, but why the hell not? Let's embarrass them. Uh, let's name check them. After this, we will be doing rating the players. Oh, no, we don't. No, let's do Hello, this. Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey, guys, Ian Hume here. Hi, everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Yeah, do what the ex foxes do. Um, they all do subscribe to the channel. Please, please do that. And as I say, smash those likes if you would as well. Um, are you looking forward to this? No. <laughs> this is easy because we we do we we go on numbers now because I've I've realised that you were struggling with the uh, uh, with the e's and the u's and the f's and what have you. <laughs> so we'll go back to to numbers now. Um, courtesy of the Leicester Mercury. Uh, let's start with Danny Ward. How many would you give Danny Ward from naught to ten? Three. He got away. He got away with some calamitous mistakes, um, in terms of his players bailing him out, or 
getting yellow carded within the first two minutes to help him out. Um, he was very much at fault for the fifth the hole in terms of his positioning. Um, his confidence doesn't help. I do really feel for him because he's been chucked in to replace Casper and he's never played before in the Premier League. And, you know, it's not nice. And I do feel sympathise with him, not just because I'm a goalkeeper myself, but I, I just do, but he gets a three. I can't defend it. Like Leicester at the moment, I can't defend it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can see that one coming. Um, <laughs> as soon as you said the first word. Um, oh, I, 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 when I do these watch-alongs, I've got to be honest with you, I do rely on Josh a lot. Um, to sort of keep me going because obviously I'm trying to sort of work this and look at other things as well. Um, yeah. and he, all I could hear him saying was, Oh no, Ward, what have you done? Oh no, Ward, oh, oh god, you were lucky there. <laughs> so I think a two or three is as Jack agreed there. Um, James Justin, or played on the wrong side. Wasn't he able can to play do that side, can't he? But he's just—he can, he can. But again, long since he has done. Yeah, I can write right-handed. Doesn't mean I'm very good at it. You know what I mean? Just because he can be yeah. versatile doesn't mean he should be playing there. Well, we got the options to play that side. Anyway, he got a four. Losing Harvey Barnes completely didn't help him be creative. Uh, I, I love the fact that he's attacking wing back, but playing that way then and giving the front man in front so he doesn't get caught out on that side. Um, yeah, he gets four. Um, and, uh, guys, if you're just commenting in the, the chat with your points, yeah, just stick the name down because um, we, we know who you're talking to. If we miss you, then we can go back. Justin, four. I went, it was better when he went on the left. He's just used to playing there, isn't he? So, yeah. um, Mr. Indeedy, I mean... I've got to be honest with you, 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 you can't push people on or off the pitch. No. Um, Do you know, this you know will, indeed, this, in Tiedemans are the two players that give away the most penalties for us. Yeah, you think we'd, you think that would give Brendan enough cause and reason to not make him be even further in the box. But yeah. this is a difficult one. Because I want to, I want to be nice on him because it's not his natural position, and it's yeah, not yeah. fair that you know he he clearly doesn't know how to tackle properly. <laughs> he gives away so many penalties, so he, mm. I do sympathise with him a lot. But he gave away the penalty; it was reckless, it wasn't needed, and even though he was hung out to dry by Brendan in that stage, he he has shown he can do that job at times. And I do like to refer to the fact that he did start as a centre-back. So he has got some experience. I, I think I think people are going to be one or the other and I'm going to go for the lower end and I'm going to go with three. I'm sorry, he just... I can't look past the mistakes he did make even though I sympathise with the fact that he's not a natural centre-back in, in, in yeah, a lot no, of us. I get exactly what you mean. And if I tell you that when people were voting on the BBC, um, nobody got over a five for Leicester. Um, and the funny thing is, for Brighton, nobody got <laughs> less than a seven. So I'm not surprised. 
you know, um, I know exactly. Uh, in fact, that, in fact, that that McAllister was robbed of a hat trick, and I would not be surprised if he got at least a nine or not a ten out of ten for his performance for them today. I don't even look, mate. It's just it's just rubbing so. No, 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 no. <laughs> John, Johnny Evans. Uh, oh wait a minute, Nindidia's form of giving away penalties. Yes, he does. Andrew, eighties. Uh, I agree with you totally there. Uh, Johnny Evans. Good Evans. Um, I don't think he can really blame for a lot today. Um, we've got makers our own downfall in the middle. We've got makers our own downfall in needless fouls. Um, he was a one-man army really at points in that defence when the confidence went. He was probably one of the few players you could say tried to do something. But I've got to give him four. Four. Uh, Gray's just come in here. Has Rogers been sacked yet? No, and I am keeping refreshing the Sky Sports page in the hope. <laughs> um, but no, he hasn't yet. He hasn't. So, um, sorry, mate. We are going for a four for Evans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Luke Thomas. I just don't. I just don't recall Evans ever making a mistake. Luke Thomas. Hmm. I feel sorry. I don't, well, I don't feel sorry, but I do feel sorry for Luke Thomas because it's been a glaring obvious problem for him that he cannot handle um, quality opposition. Mm. He's too nervous. He's too unexperienced. He can't do it when he plays a Manchester United. I know he's got that goal once against him. He can't do it then. And he can't do it now when his confidence is shot to bits. He got torn apart. Brighton had a field day, in my opinion, with him. Um, two. He, he was. He was. I don't. I don't know. Out of all the substitutions and all the starting eleven members, whether it's start eleven or not coming off, it baffled me from start to finish that he was yeah. on the pitch. Two points. Yeah. Um. Right. Let as Thomas on goes out on loan. Says Gray. Um. And you have gone and given him deux, deux points. Yeah. James Madison. Tried, didn't see much of the ball at parts. He's he's another exhibit A, B, C, D, E, F, which I've already shown shows that we do not do nearly as creative and get the best out of our midfield when we're forced to defend at the edge of our box. Mm. I'll give it a four. It was bland. It was just bland. I think bland is going to get four. You know. Yeah, no, 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 no. Four is is fine. Like I say, this is uh, you're oh, they're just showing the biting goals again. <laughs> I had to turn to that side, didn't I? <laughs> um, two, three, four, but the James Madison done. Bubakari Samari, eh, got a bit of stick today, but to be honest with you, um, they were all a collective mess. Yeah, um, maybe I think his recent. Uh, performances are probably why I'm, people might argue uh, uh, that he should get lower, but in, in fairness, um, look, at the, look at the state the scores I'm giving at the moment, and I'm trying to be ever as optimistic as possible. I'm going to give him a four. People might four. think worse, and that's fine, but I, 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 I just I think he's an easy people person to target because he's not that familiar and popular with the Leicester fans right now. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'd give him a four. 
No, I mean, don't 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 hold back. I mean, you know, the lowest scoring player on the BBC was two point four three. So don't don't worry about it. And I've got the hiccup now. Excuse me. Um, coming up next is oh, excuse me, Mr. Tielemans. Zero. Ineffective. Just as ineffective as he's been when he's not been allowed to go forward. The one time we've seen him allowed to flourish at his best was like a game against Chelsea. And even then it was only it was only an improvement on being absolutely awful. It's not his fault. He's been told to play a defensive role. I know he's not looked interested and he, he just take some blame. I don't want to say it's not his fault. It is to a point as well. You have to put some emphasis on the on the player. But we've been saying it for months. Him and Madison cannot play in the same start in a, a lineup, and it was just as ineffective. Dare I say he was as ineffective as what I think Perez brings to the team at points. And Perez is is not really, you know, displeased me this season. No. Um, I actually sat there point. today thinking, please at least bring Perez on. You know what I mean? Yeah, God. I can't even give, I can't even give him a one because apart from that. Assist. I didn't even know it was on the pitch at times. So, you know, and that's just writing out a field day and controlled the game. Mate. You know, it, I, I, that does play a weight factor on yeah. a lot of these ratings. Yeah. Senor Barnes. Three. Brendan's fault. Took him off. Probably could have yeah. held the balance. Me could have shown something. Um, took him off. So, I was disappointed in in, in 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 that. I mean, he still needs work, doesn't he, as well? But yeah, three. Um, Kalechi and Acho. He gets a. You know what? I, I can't do it to the lads. They get a. He, he, you know what that means? Spoiler alert for for the for, for the backer, But I'm gonna give him a five. Because I think he probably had his best game as anybody, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, and, 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 and for me, he, it, again, he, Brendan got a full house baffling substitutions because if you're going to take Nacho off, I'd understand if you were putting someone else that you know on yeah. that was going to play the same way as him. But he was, he was partnered up along Dakar. It should have been like like in that sense for me because you can't play with Dakar and. Body, you, no. you you can play Nacho and Body and Nacho and Daka, but you can't yeah. do that. His goal was nicely done. He was in the right area. Um, it, it feels like a millennium since I've seen a, a bloke eager in his six yard box to tap home a, a you know across across the six yard box. We used to be deadly at them when we played with two strikes before. Anyway, <laughs> he's, you know he's, he's he he was in he was where you need him to be. You know in that situation yeah. he was there. Yeah. He needs to be. Um, again, the changing of formation kind of isolated him a bit. So I'm going to give him a five because he was the only bright spot um, to take from it. Uh, well, he wasn't the only bright spot, but he was one of the only bright spots if you're a Leicester fan. And Dakar? Five again. Yeah. I've got to be honest with you, the two, the, 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 the Leicester fans actually made Dakar our best player, but only by 0.3. It was a yeah. 4.4 for Dakar and a 4.1 for Henacho. Um, I'm going to give them a, both five, though, because they, 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 they deserve it, because they were only yeah. positive, like, in, in, in this game, you know. For, but 
talk about Vardy-esque, you know, we'll get to him in a second because I'm assuming we're going to do the substitutes, aren't we? We are indeed. There was then, four of them. Yeah. Um, then Castagna. Um, four. Like Castagna tried to change something. Um, in 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 what was a very looking around that pitch, it was very hard to see people with propped up shoulders. They were slumped. You could tell they were lethargic. They just had lost faith. And when it was game over, when he came on, unfortunately, but if there's signs of life in that team that they want to improve on it and they don't want to be this bad week in week out, but he was one that came on that, that at least tried to be. Um, so, yeah, he gets a four. Jamie Vardy, sir, the aforementioned. Zero. Didn't know, didn't know he came on. Okay, fair enough. I agree. Uh, I, I only saw him... Once and he was back in, I think, our half tackling. Uh, yeah. Hall zero didn't hear him, zero and didn't really hear him. I apologize because yeah. I'm only going off what I heard from Leicester previously. I'm not saying he wasn't. Yeah, no, on no, the no, 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 this is your, this is your thoughts. Uh, Daniel Amarty, negative two. I can only give him a zero. Well, then, uh, unfortunately, it's going to have to just be a zero because not only did he not do anything, it was way too late for me. He, 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 talk about a firing range. God, them ones that came on when it was 4-2, they were getting beaten to death before they were tied up to be shot at by, by Brighton. It's it's horrible to be given zeros and twos. It does me no pleasure, but it's what they get for, for their effectiveness mm. on the game, unfortunately. Yeah, well, the bottom three on the BBC, sorry, the bottom four were Marty was bottom, Vardy was second bottom, Dewsbury Hall third bottom, and Thomas fourth bottom. So he almost played ninety minutes, and he was he was no better than the subs. No, no, Castagna got more points. Well, point zero one more mm. than Thomas. Monster <laughs> yes, came on and got more. Than Let's have a look what we did then. Let's just run through it. So, Danny Ward got a three. Uh, James Justin a four. Wilfred Indeedy a three. Johnny Evans a four. Luke Thomas a two. Madison four. Sumari four. Tielemann zero. Barnes three. Kelechi and Patson both get fives. And the only one of the substitute to make any points at all is Timothy Castagna, who got four. So, we'll submit those scores. You've missed four players. Continue anyway. <laughs> we haven't missed the four players. We just think no, they're they I was just about to say, I wonder if they're going to register the fact that I've given them zeros. Right. Let's have a look then. Oops. Here, here are the results, I believe. Um... You've broke it. Well, this is it. I believe this is it. Danny Ward got four. Justin got four, Indeed he three, Evans five, Thomas four, Madison four, um, Sumari, no, Sumari five, Tielemans five, Harvey Barnes four, Kelechi five, Patson Daka seven, Timothy Castagna four, Jamie Vardy four, Dewsbury Hall four, and a Marty four. I think that did actually come from the writers of the Leicester Mercury, though. Yeah. I think and I have to, to sign fair, up and, yeah. for an email yeah. to get the results. Yeah. And, I'm not bothered for that. Yeah. And to be fair, you, 
you've got to be nice and stuff. So, I mean, I'm go I'm going on a performance sort of thing. Yeah. And I'm giving it. I think when the results that bad, I think you're nice because you're reporting for the club. You're going to give the basic four rating yes. or what? You know, the defensive rate is going to match up. But all right, maybe maybe Hugh was a bit too pessimistic on comparison, but I. Uh, pretty even in, in what the thoughts were between what yeah. I've just given and what they've given. Yeah. Um, no, thank you very much. Do you want some good news? I can no, go. He hasn't. he hasn't. No, he hasn't. It's not that good. Um, I can go. Tomorrow night, <laughs> tomorrow night, <laughs> quarter past seven, we will be talking to Mr. Tony Cotty. So somebody Ooh. from the good old days, Martin O'Neill's time. Yeah, so, I wonder if he can to... relate to our defence. Did Martin O'Neill ever put him at the back? I don't think so. I don't think he did. He was too short, wasn't he? You know. <laughs> no, in fact, Martin O'Neill used to be the opposite. Maybe that's what's confused Brendan because he used to have to play Elliot and Walsh up from Billy O'Neill because yes. of injury. Yeah, I'm sorry. It worked though, didn't yeah. it? it worked. And so that's at seven fifteen tomorrow night, one on one with Tony Cotty. Again, it's subscriber only. So if you want to ask him a question at the end, and we'll, ask, we'll be asking selected questions at the end, uh, but you do have to be a subscriber to ask those questions. And at 9.30, I will be joined by Lou and by Maisie uh, from Devils United TV, and we will be previewing the Women's Super League, which starts the week after. Um, Rich says, uh, will Rogers walk or get sagged? Either, to be honest with you, mate, I, I I couldn't care. If I tell you what, we'll push him. Do you know what I mean? If anything, if anything, if we were pirates, we could make him walk the plank, couldn't we? Yeah, we could. Right now, God, it's just said, like I said. Like I said, with his statement he's made earlier that you read out, I'm still, you know, you click it and call me on it. Twenty four hours, it, it, it we'll we'll get something clarity. In terms I remember of when I was a child, my uh, my parents used to make me walk the plank. Well, we couldn't afford a dog. I don't mean to wish it on you, but after that joke, I I guess but... I, I, I that that is the way that is the way to end the show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> he says he'll push him. Be sure to be there, 7.15. Yeah, Mr. Cotty, legend. Um, he, he was a big legend, legend at West Ham, a bigger one possibly, or, or about the same at Everton, but he only won a competition with one team. That was Leicester. Brad, I will see you next Tuesday for the Prediction League. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you for that. At least, I'm, at least, at least we don't, you know. At least we're doing all right in that, aren't we? Well, no, I don't. <laughs> you say that. You say that, young man. It was a pretty good week for me last week. It, it hasn't was. gone too well this week. Um, nobody got any points for the Brighton Leicester game. Surprise, surprise. Um, Steve got a point. Steve got a point for Manchester United beating Arsenal. Well, you know, once in a blue moon, he's entitled to Arsenal losing, isn't he? He is. Thankfully, it's not enough. For I have, he's got two this week, two points. Uh, you've got um, seven. You no, you haven't. Three, four, five. Yeah, you've got seven. Um, and I have got four. 
So you are back in the lead again. Uh, Arsenal, you had one job, for God's sake. Guys, uh, thank you so much, Brad. I will see you Tuesday at nine for another another two hours of not being able to get anything right at all. Sounds a bit like... No worries. <laughs> <Take care. laughs> no worries, buddy. Cheers. Thanks to Brad there. No no tactic board tonight. Um, I, I think he'd have probably thrown it through the window. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. Ah, Things can only get better. No, they can't, though, can they? Can they can't? I mean, like I say, let's just, you know, we have a look at this. I mean, there we go here. I mean, you know, where, where do you see us getting the points, anybody? Newport will beat us in the League Cup. It's a joke. Villa, the battle of the sackable managers. Um, Forest. A relegation six-pointer with Forest could well be. Um, Bournemouth. They could put nine past us, the way things are going, couldn't they? Palace and Leeds. Leeds have, Leeds have had a good start, proving me wrong. Guys, I'm not even going to attempt to watch Match of the Day 2 because it will just be so bad. Thank you so much for sticking with me during the day. For the watch-along earlier... And for this, um, the, you know, the post-match reaction, and my God, what a reaction we've had. Um, YouTube, please get on there, give us a subscribe, and smash those likes if you already have subscribed. Uh, obviously, we're also available on Facebook and Twitter. And if you've been listening to us on your favourite podcast platform, thank you very much for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. <laughs> 7.15 tomorrow Tony Cotty don't miss it should be a good one I wonder what he thinks of Leicester's results see you then good night thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die this is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time this week's episode has come to an end but the fun doesn't have to stop here if you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. 
With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.